Welcome back to Rad Dads, a podcast where I, Micah Sherman, interview some of the coolest dads I know who have a big heart for their families and an even bigger love for Jesus. Today's episode, I am interviewing a dad who is and has raised a son and daughter through high school with his wife. He is also both a coach and a teacher. Our verse of the episode is brought to you by Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Grab your coffee and let's get started. Hey, welcome back to Rad Dads. This is your host, Micah Sherman. Uh, This is the 11th episode, 11th interview, and second to last of the first season. So I just want to say thank you so much for all of you guys who have been tuning in and have been a part of this this journey. Um, I hope it's been encouraging. I've gotten to talk to some of you guys and, and have said that it has been. So that's that's the goal, that you'd feel equipped, sharpened, encouraged um, as a dad or a mom or, or anybody else. So I uh, just wanted to say thanks again for, for to everybody that's been tuning in. Uh, our interviewee today, our rad dad of uh, episode 11, is a high school dad, great friend of mine, uh, third interview um, in Santa Barbara. I've gotten to interview three dads out there. Um, again, we lived out there for a bit. And uh, he is a teacher, a coach, and a dad, and uh, again, just a good friend of mine that I've gotten to observe and learn from and do some life with. Um, so here we go. Let's get into it. Chris Hughes, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Super fun. Good yeah. to see you. Thanks for being available. Um, so I give, what I do, Chris, is I give this scouting report. Um, I get to introduce you, brag about you a little oh. bit, and then uh, we'll get into the interview. Perfect. So Chris is um, a junior high PE teacher, and you've been doing that for how many years? 25 years. 25 years. That's awesome. Also a volleyball coach, husband, and dad in Goleta, California, and uh, got to, like I mentioned, I was able to um, be a teacher alongside with him uh, and appear at his school, got to observe him, and awesome teacher, awesome man of the Lord, um, and just notice, Chris, you're, um, you're a type of teacher that every kid wants. And you could just tell that the students in your class uh, loved being there. Um, you have this great energy and enthusiasm um, that is just so infectious that you could tell just wore off on the student on your students. Um, and more importantly, what I observed was your students seemed to just know that you cared about them um, more than just as a student, more than just on campus, but um, outside of school too, um, with their families and lives outside and. Um, that's a big deal. And they could see that it wasn't just about P it was that you, you, you love them, you know, you love them as a person. And, uh, and then for myself as a teacher, um, I was a new teacher coming into Goleta Valley junior high and, you know, you were just well, so welcoming and kind, just some things I observed and thought, man, Chris would be a great person to, uh, to interview. And I know you have some kids, so I'll let you introduce kind of your family and kind of maybe right. where you're at stage wise of parenting. And then, um, keep going well <laughs> thank you for that intro um yeah it means a lot and, and as a te- as a teacher especially as a PE teacher one of the things I've always tried to do is um I have the ability or we have the ability as PE teachers to teach life I think all teachers could teach life in a different way but as a PE teacher I could teach a little bit more and the longer I teach um it's all about relationships you know and kids are fun they're little little kids in big bodies is what we say <laughs> and uh they're just fun so if you get at their level and, and just 
you know, let them know that you, um, you're standing next to them. You're not behind them because mm. some of them want to say that or believe that they're ahead of you, but you're also not ahead of them. You know, teachers, you think that, that, you know, Hey, I know what's right. And I'm going to tell you everything that's right. And you just got to do it. You know, I say that that's not a great way to teach. I think you need to be next to them mm. and walk them through stages of life. And so that's one of the things I try to model is to walk next to kids and uh, meet them where they're at. Um, my wife is an educator at Westmont College, and she's been a teacher for a long time. And she said something to me interesting years ago. She said, she said, we need to find out what's in the kids' backpacks. Hmm. So what do they bring to school, you know, from their family, from their life, from their past? Maybe, you know, mom's a drug addict. Maybe dad's in jail. Maybe brother's in a gang. And maybe everything else. I've had, right. I've had all those, and I've had kids that sleep in cars every day. Hmm. Um, so if you know where they're at, and you meet them where they're at, um, you establish that relationship. That's good teaching and that's fun. And that's one of, uh, I think Christ's calling for me. Yeah. So, and you, I can tell, like you, you seem like you're having fun out there, which not every teacher is having fun and you can read it on their face. And so I, I always felt myself drawn to like checking in with you, Chris, how's it going? And anytime we got to collaborate on anything was, was a lot of fun. Super, super fun. So, yeah. um, I have a wife, Michelle Hughes. She, she, uh, we both went to Westmont College, and we want our goal was to stay in Santa Barbara, like a lot of people's yep. goal. Mm -hmm. And so she became a teacher, uh, English teacher, and then she went as a vice principal at a high school, Dos Pueblos High School, for many years. Mm -hmm. And then she finally graduated from high school, and now she replaced her um, education professors at Westmont. Wow! And so she okay. teaches teachers, future teachers, to be teachers. So she's a doctor, and is just great. Um, we have two kids. Haley Hughes and uh, Grant. Haley graduated from Boise State this past year and uh, it's fabulous. Wow, and so she crazy. now has a, a big job in Newport Beach, kind of close to you, Micah. And she works for Elite Productions. It's a, um, I guess it's an event planning company. She does really, really well. Super, super proud of her. And then Grant Hughes, our son, is a senior at Dos Pueblos, involved in lots of stuff, especially sports. And we are navigating college, yeah. trying to figure out where we're going to go for him. Yeah, it's crazy because we left Santa Barbara four years ago, and he was just about to start high school, yeah. and now he's about to finish. Like time flies so fast. So fast. <laughs> yeah, and as a parent, yeah, you don't want to miss anything because you you said it. Time flies fast, and I can't believe I'm we're we we are just a couple of months away from being empty nesters. Right. Yeah. I just got an interview on empty nesters. So if you need some advice, you can <laughs> tune into that, that episode. You can do that. Um, so first question, what would you say, Chris has been your, um, favorite stage of parenting so far? Yeah. Way to start off with a loaded question. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> thing first thing came to my mind is my least favorite stage. That's okay. You can share that too. <laughs> so, uh, that was probably be when the kids were really little. And the main reason why they didn't really want me, they wanted mom. Mm. Bottom line, it's all about the feeding. It's all about mom. So um, I was just, I was just working. And I was changing a lot of diapers and, and bathing things like that. But they wanted mom. So unconditional love. Unconditional love. <laughs> and in that stage, I, I really like to sleep. I'm a, I, I enjoy my sleep. Yeah. Well, as yeah, the little ones, you don't Turns sleep out. much. <laughs> you and I talked about that a lot. Yep. Uh, and so. Uh, that's probably my least favorite stage. Um, 
every stage has a, a total blessing. I, mm -hmm. I remember coming home and Michelle just giving me the kids, you know, one at a time. And I would go for walks in the baby Bajorn. And I love that mm -hmm. and giving her a break and looking at flowers and just walking around the neighborhood and having your, your son or your daughter on your chest as you walk is mm -hmm. that's an awesome feeling. Yeah. And then uh, staring at them when they're little and realizing that they really can't live without you. Yeah. And also realizing that God, God had a huge part of this. I mean, mm -hmm. they're a miracle. Kids are an absolute miracle. Right. And if you experience birth, um, I was lucky to be in there. It's a miracle. Right. It is just a flat out miracle of God. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so awesome. Every stage is great. Right. Yeah. I like that you said everyone has its blessing. It's got its challenges too, but uh, definitely its blessings. Do you remember, Chris, when uh, they finally kind of started like, oh, dad hi dad yeah <laughs> started noticing you um pretty much a little bit after when they were started to walk like you'd come home and it was so fun to come home from teaching oh, in a yeah. weird way because you're an absolute rock star when you come home because you know right. the play the play man's home dad's home and let's go let's go let's go and i i love that stage just to be you know the rock star and uh, you mean your kids at, <laughs> at school don't don't see you as a rock star <laughs> not, not, not like your own kids yeah they do sometimes until i make them run yeah. and work hard and, and and have this thing called effort but yeah <laughs> um yeah pretty fun when your kids recognize you and that you're you're, you're part of the family and, and you're they look up to you from the day one and so um i think one of my messages to you micah and everybody yeah. else is um, you're an example. Yeah. Number one, they're looking to you. You're, 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 you're you lay the foundation of everything as a, especially as a male. Hmm, for sure. Oh. That's good. Um, next, what, um, what have been some values traditions, um, as you've gleaned from either your dad or other father figures in your life that you've kind of tried to continue with your family? It could be more like characteristics, values, or, or like, traditions, even if it was a trip or, mm -hmm. or certain things that you have continued or started new with your family. Good. Um, first thing coming to mind is family is, is my, my wife's family is very close. My family was very close. Um, and just spending time as a family, I grew up where we had dinner at five 30 every day of my life. <laughs> wow. Okay. On the dot, <laughs> on the dot. And I could just remember that. And maybe in high school stuff, it wasn't the best thing, but man, looking back, it was great just to be family. Mm. Michelle's family, my wife's family, they, um, they do it right too. They, they celebrate hard. And I love that as mm. a family and love each other, no matter what. And so we've always vacationed together. Um, we've always included people and included, all the family together and made special, special time together. The things that we've always done, um, if it's Christmas and Easter, but also just family trips, if it's a Hawaii trip or a mammoth trip, just being together as family, um, is huge in knowing that you have support through right. the generations, I think. Right, so yeah. I've been looking back, I've been totally blessed with a great family and a great, you know, when you marry somebody, you marry their family. Yeah. And I'm a big believer in that. Mm -hmm. That's what my pastor said to me when I wanted to get married. And uh, it's, it's so true. And so I married Michelle's family and they've been a, a huge blessing. So um, it's all good. So my, my memories and traditions, it's basically family time, being yeah. together and the importance of um, extra time being together as a family. Super, super important. Cool. Yeah. Any, anything 
from other fathers or your dad or, or even mom um, that you feel like, oh man, they did this really well. I want to continue that. And it could be also family. <laughs> yeah. Anything that comes to my mind, comes to your mind? Well, just um, as a coach, my dad coached me. And so I've coached my son and, yep. you know, and my daughter, and that's been a, a huge blessing and them just being, being there. I think you, 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 you could always work, but you can't always be, you know, a dad of a high schooler because they're yeah. going to graduate or elementary school. So I think we're called to be there. And yeah. I've been blessed as a teacher to be able to be there and be present in the kids. I teach um, some of the kids that struggle, they have broken families mm. or the parents aren't there, or unfortunately the parents have to work two jobs right. and they don't go home to anybody. So uh, I feel blessed in that. And that's, a little bit of my role as a male teacher at a junior high, I yep. think is to be, not, you know, kind of a father figure, but just kind of a stable figure in people's lives and, sure. and of support. So I think tradition wise, it's just, I want to be there for my kids. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You, um, if a lot of my conversations with other dads that has been around that idea of being present, um, and so whatever they're going through, being present and involved, it seemed like a very, like something that's been an impression of other people that have made on them that they want to continue with their kids. So it's interesting to see how being present and involved has been, is, is so important. Um, and then you also mentioned the table and I've heard that a lot, uh, recently too. I, I read a quote on a restaurant wall. It was Ronald Reagan or something that said the most important conversations start at the dinner table. And yeah. I think that's so true because that's, you, that's when you're finally locking eyes with your family where the rest of the day is, you know, a bee buzzing around the hive. <laughs> yep. And I, we, we've made a, a point of that, of spending together time at the table and asking each other, you know, how's your day? What do you got going tomorrow? What's going on? And trying to shut off the world. Um, the other thing we, my wife and I did for our marriage, and it was a blessing is that when the kids were little, we, when I got home from work or she got home from work, when we were together for the first time, we would sit down together, mm. have a glass of wine or watch the news, but just be together. And it was like our time as a married mm. couple together without the kids just knew not to really bother huh. us for like a half an hour. Yeah. But that was super important time for our marriage. Mm. Um, when the kids were little, we, we had it, we had to get a babysitter, but it was worth it. Every Monday night, we got a babysitter awesome. for maybe half an hour to an hour. And we had a date night, Monday night. Not a lot goes on on Monday night. And sure. we would go for a walk. We might go for a quick bite to eat. Um, we just wanted to spend time together every Monday right. night. But looking back, that, that was a great tradition mm. just to keep our marriage really strong. Right. And when you have kids, it's, I mean, it's the focus tag team. Is on the kids. And it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot. But, um, I think keeping a marriage, your, your kids are watching your marriage yeah. and that's super important. And so when they see you love your spouse, you're doing God's work. I think right. that's, that's super, super important to do. Yeah, that's good. That's convicting for me. We need to, we need to get in a regular date night. That's something that we could definitely do better. Super um, important. And that we're like, oh, we're always saying it, but you gotta, you just gotta make it happen and find that babysitter and start that. Start that up. Uh, so whether you knew it or not, 
Um, the episode title of this episode is called High School Dad. Oh, perfect. So you were my high that. school dad of Rad Dads. <laughs> I don't even know if you knew the podcast called Rad Dads. I did not know. That, do. that doesn't really matter. That's the small like details. It. So um, going off of that, uh, we mentioned, um, you know, your son is about to graduate high school. You've also had your daughter all go through high school. Um, and so could you kind of give us a glimpse of how, how has that, those high school years been? What does it kind of look like the highs and lows, um, kind of paint us a picture. Um, yeah, for us new parents, new parents. Um, it's big. I think it's really, really important years in life and you need to be there, but it's also really hard parenting, um, I think mainly because we, we, we talk about a leash. And so how long is your leash for your kids? Mm. Um, I read a great book recently called The Fear of Failure. And it's okay for kids to fail, especially when they're younger. Mm -hmm. We don't want to fail when they're older, but when they're younger, um, they can learn a lot of lessons on that. Totally. So being a high school parent, um, yeah, I think our kids failed a little bit, but they also had a lot of successes. And we wanted to know told this to a friend last night, actually, I said, a, a pastor friend, I said, Hey, I just want my kids to know, no matter what we love them, mm. no matter what happens, yeah. we love you. Right. And so I think it's super important that you're standing behind your kids. But, um, Haley had a great journey. She was a cheerleader in an engineering department at, mm. at Dos Pueblos. Um, I think my wife as a female related to her a little bit more. I was the dad and maybe the example with, you know, boyfriends and, mm -hmm. and yep. with male relationships. Um, but she, she spent more time with Haley than I did in a weird way, like the, the quiet time, the talk time. Sure. And then I was kind of the opposite with Grant as a, as a male and then as a sports guy and as a coach, but they're really hard years. And how long is your leash uh, with your kids? And my wife's leash was, it's different. It was different for each kid. It was different for each situation, but, um, I think our prayer and our thought a lot of the time was we are laying the foundation for their future. Hmm. And that was our prayer. And that if you lay a really good foundation, they will make the right choice. Hmm. And so that was our hope was to always lay the foundation and give them the choice. And then you pray for the right choice. And then you really, I think in the high school years for me, it was, you know, Grant's out on Friday night or Haley is and who is she with and yeah. what are they doing? That's and scary then, to me as a parent of three to four year olds. I mean, I can't imagine that. <laughs> it's it's going to happen. Yeah. And right. then it's, you know, laying a good foundation, but also you've heard me say this, Micah, is you need to know, you know, your kids' friends mm -hmm. and you need to keep them busy. Yeah. Know your kids' friends and keep them busy. But um, our kids have blessingly made some really good choices. So it makes us happy. And they've, they've steered away some, from some friends and steered sure. towards other friends. Yeah. So knowing those friends and knowing their parents and stuff is super important. Right. But yeah. Again, being involved, right? High school dads are, uh, it's a lot. Right. And then, you know, for me is how involved do I want to be? Cause I'm lucky in that I know all his friends. I know mm -hmm. all their friends because I taught them all. So I think for a lot of parents, they don't know that, you know, that yeah. they don't know as much as, as I did, but I feel blessed in that. But also right. I wanted to give them space. Sure. So it was a little bit of a fine line to walk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What did you, in that season and this season you're in right now, what have you most enjoyed 
I, I can imagine it's been hard too, but what, what, uh, what have can kind of been some of the high points of yeah. for Haley and Grant in high school? Such a great question. Um, just, I'm just so proud of them. Haley was, you know, a cheerleader in the engineering department, got good grades, just made really good decisions, um, with <clears> friends, <throat> um, with educational stuff. She was just in a joy. Uh, and it's, I think one of the biggest praises my wife and I got was when other people mm. would say, your daughter, she's so great. She's mm. so nice. She talked to this girl or she went and played with that guy right. or she just is so fun to be around. She could talk to adults. So when you hear praises about your kids from right. other people or from yeah. random people, that was huge for us. We just absolutely love that. And I got that or we got that both from Grant and from Haley. Uh, the people that met them, they just really enjoyed being with them. And that that's, makes us super proud. So you spoke a little bit, Chris, about, you know, having a daughter go through high school and then having a son. What, how, I'm sure those were very different. You mentioned like your wife did a little bit more of like kind of the one-on-ones talking with Haley. And I'm sure you did that with your son. Any other things that were kind of like the big difference differences for i have a daughter so i and i had a son so i'm curious what have been the biggest differences there <laughs> they're different <laughs> there's no about no doubt about that um i think Haley just opened up a lot more to michelle um and i had a hard time and that's a big word hard time but just relating to some of Haley's things that were very important to her they mm. weren't important to me as a mm. as a male or as a dad sure but that doesn't mean I don't listen. That doesn't mean I don't have empathy. Right. Um, but I, I think deep down, I struggled with that a little bit. Mm. Um, and it's maybe the opposite for my wife. My son might have some some sports things that goes on that that I can definitely relate to, and that um, and that maybe she doesn't as much. Mm. So I think being the dad of a daughter, to me. Um, the main thing is being an example of a male figure right, in their right. life. Mm -hmm. And I think I went to a wedding, one of my students years, a couple years ago, she got married and her dad stood up, who's a friend of mine and said something at the wedding. And I started this, this is probably 10, 15 years ago. I started doing this and I thought I should be doing this every mm -hmm. day. And uh, your, your listeners will like this. He stood up at the wedding and said, and we get emotional. <laughs> His daughter got married. He says, I've been praying every day for her spouse. Mm. How cool is that? That's awesome. I've been praying for your spouse since you've been in third grade. And I thought I need to start wow. doing that. Yeah. I need to pray for Haley's spouse and for Grant's spouse that they would know God and that yeah. they would have a relationship and that it would be a blessing and a good thing. Right. And I thought I could do that. Mm. You know, and so yeah. I've been doing that. You know, and, and I think God will honor that. And um, I think Haley, for me, that's something I could do. And then I think she's going to marry somebody if maybe like her dad. Yeah. And hopefully that's a good thing. Right, right, right. You know, hopefully I've been a, a good <laughs> I example. think it will be a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anytime we're at a wedding, my wife will say, like, someday, Mike, and I say, stop, stop. Yeah. I don't even don't even mention it. All right. I don't even want to get there. I'm going to be it's my little girl. I'm going to be crying. It's my so little much. girl. I don't want to even think about it yet. Oh, man, especially yeah, as a dad and a daughter, gosh, it's, it's, it's special. I mean, your relationship with your daughter, you're everything. And I feel that. And 
I feel some weight on that. That's, it's a lot, you know, that's a lot of weight. And I'm, you know, like everybody else, I'm a sinner and I have issues and, and, but also I, I, I want to be there for her no matter yeah, what. I mean, I sure. would drop anything to support Haley and whatever she needs. So, mm. um, it's a, it's an important role. There's no doubt yeah. about that. Even having an opportunity to move back into your house. Yeah, <laughs> she she could temporarily, temporarily temporarily let's yeah un underline right there <laughs> yeah the, yeah the the leash never goes away but it's 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 nice and long now which is good but we're definitely there for the phone call or if she needs anything well, yeah nice all right moving on uh, so we know that, uh, you are a coach you've been coaching Grant for a little bit too. Uh, volleyball, which uh, speaks to my heart as a volleyball player as well. Um, how has been? How has it been coaching your son? Um, you mentioned your dad coached you too. So how's that been coaching your son? And now probably this is your last season coaching him. It, yeah, it finally is. it's coming to close. It's a, to close. Um, it's a good story. I I've been volleyball is a passion of mine, just like you, Micah, and played in college and loved it and just wanted to give back to something that's been good to me. And I think God in Christ will, can teach you a ton of stuff through sports. Amen. And he did, yeah. he did for me. And um, yeah, he taught me an unbelievable amount and I just wanted to pass that on to kids. So I've always coached. Um, but here's a good story. When Grant was in fifth grade, I took him to elementary school and I was dropping him off and he got out of the car and he looked back at me and he said, Hey dad, when are you going to coach my team? Mm -hmm. So I sat in the car and cried for a while. For 20 years, I've been coaching other people's kids. Mm. And then when your own kid says, what about me? It, it hurts. That, mm. that, was, that was a good one. How old was he? He was in fifth grade. Okay. And so I quit that year. So I quit mm. being the head coach and um, started coaching AOSO and, and his basketball team and all those other things and loved it. And then when Grant got into eighth grade, between his eighth grade year and freshman year in high school, I remember being at the house and just randomly Grant said, Hey dad, do you want to go pepper? I was out the door so yeah, fast. Yeah, right? volleyball. You've been coaching oh him in other sports, God. but now we're volleyball. Yeah, I fully yeah. support you. Yeah, that's my passion. That was it. And I was, awesome. I was out of there. And uh, so then we got into high school and he got to high school and he said, Hey dad, I would like you to coach again. You know, you know, more than a lot of people and you have the history and the wisdom. He goes, I'd love you to coach. So, mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I got back into coaching. I did not need to be the head coach again. I've been there, done that. Um, I'd rather be a mentor of that. Sure. So I'm just, I was one of the assistant coaches and also, you know, JV coach for a while, but it's been really a blessing to me and hopefully a blessing to him. And the nice thing is Grant's really good at volleyball. So it's that not, <laughs> it's not one of those I'm favoring him per sure. se. And, um, his teammates love him and they love his ability to play mm. and his passion to play. And I think that passion comes from me a little bit too, and his tenacity, but sure. um, it's been really fun. But also one of the harder parts is we try to keep volleyball at school. Mm. So when I come home, I'm dad. Yeah. Um, when I'm at school, I'm a coach, mm. but also if the rubber met the road kind of thing, I'm dad. Right. I, I want to yeah. be dad. I want to be a volleyball sure, coach. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> so it's been, it's been great for me. I mean, you gotta, maybe ask him that question. Maybe it's not as great, right, but yeah. um, for me, it's about volleyball too. And it's about relationships and about all the kids, not, not just my son. And then there's another dad uh, who coaches too. Um, 
Dave Goss. He was an All-American at Stanford, and he's a pastor in town. And cool. it's been great to have him as an assistant coach, too, and just, you know, examples to mm. young men um, of being an athlete, but also being a Christ lover and, and being a teacher and being a coach. It's been it's been good for those kids, too. I think. Yeah. I'm curious because my dad coached me as well. And I'm curious if you ever did this. Maybe this is just a John Sherman thing. Uh, but he typically on the first practice, sometimes I did nothing wrong. <laughs> sometimes I might have said a word or something out of turn. Uh, but it took one thing and he'd say, you know, Micah or Sherman, go take a lap. And he did that on the first practice. And it was always and he, he typically would let me know ahead of time. But to set the tone of like, even coach's son doesn't get a pass, you know, did you ever do anything like that with uh, Grant? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with everybody else, in, in a weird way, when I remember distinctly, there were some plays that happened in, in games and matches that I just was just, just screamed like, that's your ball. Right. And then I realized that was Grant. It was Grant that should have had that ball. Oh, gotcha. But it was just about volleyball, yeah, you know, right. and so I didn't. You know, it, it was one of those, and and he's pretty hard on himself, so I'm pretty lucky in that way. But yeah, the, he doesn't get a pass. It's it's right. about it's about the game of volleyball. But also, he's pretty humble. And sure. even we played last night, and he's like, we were winning, and he's like, Dad, pull me out, hmm. let somebody else play. Sure. So that that's another that's proud moment totally, as a dad yeah. when your when your kid right. does stuff yeah. like that. And it's like let somebody else play. It's pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah. There's there's not much I feel like compared to coaching that you can really see, you know, like the Lord sanding edges and shaping like sports is just so good for that. And the, your character, your work ethic and everything. Uh, and to be able to be involved in a coach in that process, sounds just like a privilege. Huge privilege. Everybody should coach. Yeah. Everybody should coach. And I, you know, I'm proud as a teacher, like when kids say, Hey, what, what should we call you? That's number one. I said, just call me coach. Yep. Mm -hmm. It just, it's a good thing. Coaches challenge people, but they also are behind people and they mm -hmm. encourage people and sure. their expectations are high. And I think it's, it's just a great term coach. Totally. Um, moving on a little bit different direction. Um, for your, your and your wife's kind of parenting style, do you guys feel like it's kind of really just been you guys as far as the, parenting your kids or do you feel like you've had kind of a network of support and also other people pouring into Grant and Haley's life? Yes. Both. <laughs> Both. Um, I think the other people is, is huge. I think I've encouraged you to, uh, we had, we've always had our friends carry our kids, be with our kids, be with our friends and their families too. We always wanted our kids to be able to communicate with adults and other people. So We've been very open with um, other people being involved in our kids' lives. And so they've had a huge influence. And some of them have been mentors for our kids. And some mm. of them have, you know, listened to our kids and asked them questions and, and stood by them through hard times and, and easy times. So I think it's super important. So it's not just us. It's it's everybody that, that helps parent your kids. And I think you need to, you know, we opened the door to that. And we wanted that. Mm. And we, we have... We have really good friends, which yeah. which helps a, a lot. Right. Yeah. Um, when when it gets to it, though, yeah, we're we're there, and we're gonna right. we're gonna discipline, or we're gonna praise, and everything else in between. Sure. Our, our kids, but um, 
and takes a village. Yeah, sure. I know. That's, that's what I wrote down. Take the village to raise, raise your kids. Yep. Um, and has that been like friends, like your family? Has it been just friends growing up here in Santa Barbara or your church? What is? Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Um, you know, I think a big one like Michelle's, Michelle's dad is he's a, he's the real deal and an influencer and he's had some pretty high powered jobs and he's just a great man. Mm. And so our kids, we've encouraged them both to invest in him and vice versa. Mm, he just cool. does it naturally, but we're like, he only has, you know, so, so much time on this earth. And it's like, go ask him questions, mm. go talk to him, go, go ask him about his life and his decisions right. and what changed his life and the path he took and the reasons why I think it's super important, you know, in, in today's world, even, even with this podcast in a weird way, you could, you could get a lot of wisdom from a lot totally. of people and save yeah. it. Mm-hmm. In my generation, we we couldn't really save it, but sure. this generation sure. yeah. can save a lot with mm-hmm. interviews and, and videos of um, totally. people's uh, people's lives. So I think it's super important. But yeah. I think you had to have people invest in your kids and want to invest in your kids and to value that super super important. Yeah, because there's I'm sure there's cer- certain things that you can say, or even that you have said. They go right over your heads. And then one other person says it yeah. <laughs> and, and because it's a different voice for some reason. Oh, dad, did you hear what they said? Oh, I've been saying that your whole life. <laughs> that's, that's a good coaching one. I've done yeah, that right. a million times coaching, but yeah, I think it's super, super important. Right. Just that's another in and, and then that's encouragement too, is, is I think as dads, you need to invest in other kids' lives. Sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. your example, not only to your kids, but to every kid. Right. Definitely. We're almost there. Two questions left. Fire away. All right. Um, So as a teacher, coach, and parent, um, you've gotten to see a lot of kids um, and some some generations coming through your schools. Uh, What do you feel like, what kind of qualities, characteristics do you notice in most kids that you see today, coaching and teaching and those kind? Any, any specific qualities you feel like are just kind of missing um, that is kind of a, a very apparent, um, but also on the other end of the spectrum of what are some of those qualities that, man, like these are the most important that me and my wife are focusing on with our kids? That's that's a big question. So maybe start with the first. Anything. And you, you kind of mentioned that like presence, having a presence there. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe starting with that. Well, I, yeah, I think that's number one is, is being present. Um, also, I think the hard thing is technology. Mm-hmm. It's that phone thing. I just, being a junior high teacher and uh, we didn't give our kids a phone until after junior high. Sure. And there's a lot of kids that have them in fourth, fifth, sixth right, grade. Yeah. And they're in they're, they're looking at their phone at lunch to, you know, at lunch every day, kids are looking at their phones or their iPads, not talking to each other, not right. playing, not doing stuff. So mm-hmm. the individual, um, Bit, the ability to be an individual is too much. Like you, right. need, to, you need to communicate, you need to be with kids, you need to yeah to talk. And so I think that that's what I see in this generation. And I just see busy people and um, not relationships. Hmm. And yeah. I think it's kind of sad big, right. in the big picture. So kids nowadays have a harder time dealing, I think through COVID too, with adults and with sure. each other. And so it's, it's, pretty sad. And then teaching wise, it's kind of changed. There's a lot of teaching through the iPad now through technology. So they're not necessarily communicating. They're not doing the biology labs and things like that and interacting with others. Uh They're 
they're interacting with devices. So right. I think that's sad. That's an advantage of teaching PE is there's mm -hmm. no devices. Right. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> you, you were forced to have some conversations there, yeah. which is good. So that's, that's the one big thing I see is communication with others and being able to relate to others and relationships. Mm. And if you really think about life in the big picture too, one of my things is it's about relationships, right? Yeah. You want people to stand by you. And one of my sayings, I got lots of them is there's nothing like a friend, but there's nothing like an old friend. Hmm. So old friends are the ones that'll be there no matter right. what you put in time in, in there. <laughs> so I think kids need to, to establish friends and then right. establish old friends. I think that that's a good thing. So, yeah, it makes me think of like, I mean, the heart of scripture is love God and love others. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you're all, always looking down at a screen, like the only person you're really thinking about is yourself or, or texting somebody, but that's not a relationship. You know, mm -hmm. you have to get, you have to look up. You got to look up to, to, to have, to make communication relationships with, with others and with God. Yeah. So Good yeah, point. getting those phones away <laughs> yeah. or at least having some balance there. Yeah. Uh, and how about like with your kids? Um, what are kind of some of those biggest things that you feel like you guys have been really trying your best to, to focus on with, with Grant and Haley, um, as they've grown up? I think, like you said, relationships are super important. Family um, relationship with God. Um, we didn't necessarily force uh, Christianity, uh, a personal relationship with Jesus, church on them. We wanted them to want that right. in yeah. their lives, and surrounded them with people and with things, and then given them the choice. Yeah. And so that's been a hard thing in a weird way, but also I think a good thing because it's their decision. Mm -hmm. um, I send my daughter every day some Bible verses and some cool. of my daily devotionals. And um, another thing I did as a dad, I think that my dad did, and I'm sure some of your listeners same way, is every morning I do my little Bible study sitting right where I am right now. And my kids have saw me every morning mm. of their life yeah. looking at the word of God and praying and spending time. Uh, and knowing that's myself. important to you. <laughs> and knowing that's important. That's how I start my day. Mm. And you know, one of my hopes in life for prayers would that they would do the same thing. Right. Yeah. And so, um, back to your question is it's, we want them to, to be independent, strong, yeah. you know, people. And, um, but we also want to be there for them to lean on. So mm -hmm. it's a really hard question because there's been some disappointments, but also sure. there's been just some huge blessings in that. And I don't think you're always a parent. It's, you know, it doesn't stop in for us in a couple of months when Grant goes to college. It's we're, we're always right. going to be there. Yeah, for sure. It makes me think my son, you know, has a, he's almost two in August and we have this book, this picture book and, um, has lots of, you know, sounds and pictures, but it's interesting because he'll see a picture of something and he'll relate it with somebody. Mm. So he'll see my guitar or he'll see basketball and he'll see, he'll say data ball. Yeah. Data ball or, or data, data tar. Like, and he That's knows cool. those are things that I do because he's seen it. Yep. And so like, for me, it's convicting of knowing like, man, what am I doing that he's watching as a one and a half year old that he's relating that that's connected with daddy. And that's mm -hmm. important to him. So it's good to evaluate and convicting mm -hmm. too of like, man, what are they watching? Cause they're little sponges. Yep. Always um, watching. And they'll see what's, 
important to you and often mimic it. Yep. They're going to mimic it. That's yeah. the main thing. They're going to emulate it. And so, um, that's, you know, there's some pressure on that, but if you're doing the right thing, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. All right. Last question. We'll end it here. Uh-oh. Um, any, any advice at all, um, for new dads and young dads out there? Um, we talked a lot about high school and you know, coming to that, but, uh, that you would just give, um, maybe even thinking that you wish you had when you were a young dad to, to, to emulate and to, to do with your kids. Um, I think that, you know, first thing in my head is be vulnerable to them. Just, mm-hmm. just tell, tell them, tell them about life, you know, and, and like we said earlier, you're the example. They're always going to look through you. You're, you know, they're a sponge. So growing up through life, they're, you're the example mm-hmm. for their life. And if you live a good life, um, you know, doing the right things, they will too. Mm. Um, I think you need to love your wife in front of them. Amen. And it's super, super important. And to love others, um, I think you need to be a, a giver, not a taker, mm. and be humble in that. So be, be always giving because then they'll be giving. And that's right. important. Um, mm. Relationships are super, super important with your kids, but also with everybody, your neighborhoods and, and your, your jobs, things like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I think this is how Christ has called us to be in God right. and, and be in the word and be in church and praise God and uh, let your kids know that that's number one in your life, mm. in your relationship with your spouse and then your, your family that if you have things in order, good things happen. Sure. And, right. and you know, like you said, the very first question, enjoy every stage right. it changes in it and and we're 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 getting to the end of a stage and i've loved every single moment of it and that's one of the things that michelle and i tried to do is we want to enjoy every stage not right. yearn for the next one but yeah just enjoy totally. each one because it changes and it's it's good and then we'll have a new stage of life too right. and we want to enjoy mm-hmm. our new stage of life yeah yeah we we've mentioned on the podcast before the the challenge of fatherhood is enjoying every season and being content with that season. Uh, yeah. Just like you said, there's, there's highs and lows and once it goes, it's not coming back that yep. season. So. And I think being, for me, being a father, one of the best joys I have is to see your kids turn out really, really well. It's a blessing. And to hear, like I said, to hear other people praise how, hmm. how your kids, their character, their morals, um, kind of who they are, that, that just means a ton to me and, sure. and, and to my wife to just know that, oh my gosh, we laid a really good foundation mm, yeah. and they're doing really good things in the world and having good relationships. That's, it's been huge for sure. Me. Uh, would you mind praying us out? Um, just for sure. all the dads or, and, and moms, any parents that are listening in to, to the episode. Yeah, happy to. Uh, Father, thanks for this time. Thanks for for Micah and pray for his family and his parenting and being a father and, and for everybody else out there. I pray for wisdom and for guidance and leadership and uh, how you parent your, your kids and how you love your wife or your spouse. And I'm just thankful for this time. Uh, thank you for the, the stages of life. I pray that each one would be a blessing. Um, in your stage of life and my stage of life and this uh thanks for being together and good to spend time with mike again in your name amen amen and 
that was episode 11, Just a Little Slice of Heaven. Thank you to all our listeners out there. Hope you are enjoying these interviews as much as I am. If you like this episode, please share it with a dad you know that you feel could use some encouragement. We are now on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you follow us on Spotify, hit that notification bell so you don't miss an episode. And if you follow us on Apple Podcasting and you like the episode, leave a five-star review and follow our show as we continue this journey of fatherhood. Thanks again for tuning in, and we will see you guys in a couple weeks for the last episode of Season 1 of Rad Dads for the Father's Day special.